Welcome back to Kevin 27 World. It's your host, Kevin 27, back with another fire episode. And today we have another episode of This Is Cinema. Yes, this is cinema episode four. And this will be a grandiose one because I am backed up on about five or six movies and we will be dissecting them all within 10 minute increments. Yes, you know, we stick it to the format. We keeping it going because we still got more stuff to tackle. So make sure you light up that exotic if you got it. Pour up that expensive so we can get offensive, okay? Now, with that being said, five-star rating Apple Podcasts and Spotify at Straight Outta Marvel. And please follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Let's go. Kevin27World. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Okay, the first one on the docket. Okay, so I'm going to say it like this. I really enjoyed The Creator. I thought it was a good film, to be honest. Um, it was certain port, It was certain parts where it was lulling me to sleep a little bit. But other than that, the film was awesome. Not quite the best sci-fi film I've ever seen, but it really was interesting, especially considering the state that we are in with AI, right? We just seen the writer strike and the actor strike. A lot of this, you know, it was the streaming era too, which is why they were striking. But a lot of it had to do with AI and AI is a big threat to our society, whether that's good or bad, right? We seen Elon Musk on Twitter saying, oh, are you scared yet? Trying to scare us with AI because chat GPT can hear, see, smell, this is what they are saying. This is what they are saying, you know, and um, I'm cool with it. I like AI and I like the the things that it could potentially bring us. I mean, like when you think about the wonders AI can do, I'm all in for it, especially if you used it. Uh, certain people haven't used it, so they like. Oh, they just more afraid of it. I'm not really afraid of it unless it gets to this point. So the point in the movie of the creator, when they start out, everything cool with AI and it was starts happening. AR starts taking jobs, starts taking over, not even just jobs, but what we care about as far as boxing and playing sports and all of that stuff. I don't think we would ever want to get there because. I mean, especially when it comes to entertainment, it's about like a lot of it's like the underdog story, how you grew up and no one care about the underdog story if it's just a robot. So I don't think that would ever happen because we still have to have regular humans. Right. Um, but other than that, I think that. The what they conveyed in this beginning could be true. It, I could see it happening, especially considering the amount of strikes that's going on after the avenue 
of AI has been introduced to the, you know, to the public. So I can really see a lot of this going on. Now, what happened in this is everything is going great. AI is driving cars, even delivering all of this stuff. And then boom, big ass explosion. AI drops a nuclear warhead on top of LA, kills a million people instantly incinerated. And then obviously more millions die because of the radiation and all of this crazy stuff. So it's really tough, you know, it's hard for me to feel bad for any type of AI in this movie because, bro, you killed a million people. So what did they try to do? And this was very predictable and I didn't like it. All of a sudden, it's America's fault. It's America's fault. Why the AI decoded? Uh, it was a bad decoding. And the AI dropped a bomb. Oh, of course. Oh, 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 so freaking convenient. Oh, America. It's always America. So that was that was a, a little cheesy. And then I'm like, how am I supposed to know that you're telling the truth? Because you're AI? Because you say so? He was like, oh, well, you know what happens if, if we win the war? Nothing is going to happen to America. We just want to be left in peace. Yeah, I. If you want to be left in peace surrender you're a robot you have no feelings they had one of the robots this shit was hella funny he was like amy 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 <laughs> i'm like bro am i supposed to feel bad for a robot so that was a little crazy so the relationship between the main star which is um which is a uh, John David Washington and the child is supposed to be, you know, what really ropes us in. But honestly, it was the relationship that he had with his wife in the beginning, who actually was, she wasn't a, uh, she wasn't an AI or a SIM that they was calling it, but she was just a regular person. But clearly she was like on the AI side and, and it was a few people on the AI side which is kind of crazy to me. But uh I I don't know. I I liked it. I like that part of it. When you look at the rotten tomatoes, it was 66 on a on a tomato meter and 77% on the audience score. I'm definitely going to lean towards the uh audience score, but I probably I probably lean more in the middle. Of that. I probably said like a 70. Uh, no, you know what? I I lean towards the audience score because when my brother-in-law, he's like, well, how'd you like the movie? I said a strong seven. So a 77%, I'm right there with the movie. You know, it was good. From a war perspective, I liked it. I'm going to keep it so real. I liked it from a war perspective. It's a good war movie. And I would recommend you to go see it to at least get the fear of artificial intelligence in your body. If you don't have it, when you see this movie, you would get the fear of artificial intelligence. So another thing that I thought was a little disappointing with this movie is the, the kid who was the machine or the, the sim or whatever, like he was the golden child, the chosen one, but I didn't feel like he could really do that much. He didn't really make that much of an impact to me, you know, I mean, he did a couple things, turned a couple TVs off. Like, but other than that, it was like anything he was doing, you just bumped him in 
you know, <laughs> like all of a sudden he can't complete the task. So that was a little disappointing. As far as uh, I keep forgetting this guy's name is John Washington. As far as his performance, I thought he did okay. Uh, some of his stuff was a little, little cheesy. Like in the beginning when he was in the bed with the with the wife. Nah, that scene was a little cheesy. This movie also tried to do a couple of home run laughs. And I feel like only one of them stuck. I heard one person in the theater laughing. Other than that, the humor in this movie was super dry. And only why I bring up the humor, because yes, it's not a comedy. But they were going for jokes in this movie and they were all falling flat. There was a couple times they was going for jokes. The one joke that did land for me is when uh, he was killing the robots or the AIs and he looked at the kid and he was like, no, it's just like the TV. You just turn it off. It's not, you know, it's not real. And then when one of the humans died, the kid looked at him and was like, he turned off. That, that was actually funny. I thought that was funny. But other than that, some of the humor they they tried to can you know display was uh if it was a little dry you know a little moist it, it I ain't gonna say moist it was a little dry um could I see this happening I could see this happening to be real with you I could see a war between humans and artificial intelligence when iRobot came out back in the days, I kind of felt like it was real then, but it didn't feel as close as it does now. I'm telling you, it feels very close now. Like, the things I can do with the AI on my phone is kind of scary. So when you look at it from that perspective, yeah, I can see a lot of this happening. So I don't know, man. But with that being said, I would recommend you go see this. Would I give it out of 10? I give it a strong seven. Seven out of 10, okay? And then out of five, I give it about two and a half. Uh, I give it three stars. Three out of five stars. You know, it was it was a good movie. Would I see it again? Absolutely not. I wouldn't go see this movie again. Even the way it ended, like, it was just, mm, this is a little corny. I'm not going to lie. So they did have a part where he was like, oh, well, you know, your wife made this weapon with your embryo because the wife was pregnant in the beginning. And I thought that part was cool because it's like, okay, now this, he does have more of a reason to fight for this child. So I did like that. But, you know, at the end when the child just, I don't know. The child was a little not impressive to me. So, yeah, I'm not feeling it. But other than that, I'm all in. Uh-oh, my 10 minutes is up. Okay, we're going to be moving on to the next film as soon as I find it. So let me know what you guys thought of The Creator 2023. I thought it was a good film. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. And um, let me know if you're going to go see it again. And if not, let me know what's next on your movie docket. All right, so now we got the Expendables on the docket. And uh, 
the timer started already because honestly, I don't even need 10 minutes for this one. But I mean, I'm gonna stretch it out as much as I can, pause. But you know, uh the Expendables 2023 American action film. It's the fourth and thank God the final installment of the series. The film was released in China September 15th and in the United States September 2000 or September 22nd, 2023. And the film, The Expendables team is sent to uh, Libya to stop a mercenary from stealing nuclear warheads. And the team is made up of, uh, you already know, all the good guys and, you know, who we root for. Uh, I'm going to tell you just like this. This film was straight dog shit. Like, this film was bad. It got 12% on the tomato meter, 69% on the audience score. Uh, 69%, yeah, you fucking me. Yeah. It's a straight, it's a straight sucking fuck. Like a straight sucking eat. Cause I don't know. Clearly, y'all wasn't paying attention. The movie was terrible. You know why it was terrible? Bro, Sylvester Stallone died in the beginning of the movie. So all that charm, we gotta rely on Jason Statham. And bro, I'm sorry, Jason Statham, he's cool, but he's not Stallone. Stallone dies in the beginning of the movie. And then we realized he didn't even really die. You thought he sacrificed himself. They knocked Jason Statham out the group because they was like, bro, you made Stallone's sacrifice not worth anything because you tried to save him. You didn't save him. Bro, that shit was goofy. And once the loan went out, it just, you know. <sighs> Sorry, I had a flop. Once the loan went out, bro, it just like the 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 magic of the movie just went away with it. So I'm not I would I wasn't feeling it to be honest. The action was good. Of course, the action was good, but even the action, like the choreography, it, it, it wasn't remarkable. Like 50 Cent, he was okay in the movie. It's not like anything spectacular. Stick to rap, buddy. Who else was in the movie? Megan Fox. Eh. Megan Fox, Megan Fox. Didn't need it. I mean, come on. Who else in the movie? Randy Couture's Toro. I mean, come on. All of these people just like it just it was not inspiring for the amount of cast members in the film. And uh, to be real with you, I am not happy with it. To be so honest, I'm really not happy I would have preferred it to be a little. They, I feel like Stallone should have been there, and it should have been more about the cast. Instead, it was like, okay, Stallone dies, and then Jason Statham is a cast off, a castaway, if you will. It just never really felt jointed. It felt very disjointed, and um, 
honestly, the film was dog shit. But what else can I say? Do not go see this movie. I mean, the movie came out last week. So I'm sure you guys didn't go see it because, I mean, I didn't really hear anything about it at the box office. So with that being said, I wouldn't go see this movie on National Cinema Day with a $4 ticket, to be so real with you. I wouldn't go see this movie if they was giving out buy one, get one free. Like this, like, I wish I had my money back, to be honest. I'm just keeping it so real. I'm keeping and I'm keeping it light. Like you might think I'm being super rude, but I'm keeping it light right now. Like the movie was bad. It's, it was nothing memorable. Like the best part about it was the beginning when Stallone like tricked Jason Statham to get his damn ring back. So they could like, so Jason Statham could uh, beat them dudes up. That was it, with the with the uh, with the knuckles and shit, with the uh, what's that shit called? The brass knuckles. Other than that, the movie was dog shit. Like, and let me mind you, I went to go see this movie for fifty cent. He was like barely in the film. That's what I'm saying. It was like, it just wasn't good. The setup, everything about it. Honestly, to be so real, that's just how I feel about it. I don't even think I can make 10 minutes on this one. I got about four left. Now, when, when Stallone came back, it did get a, the some of the luster came back. But I feel like mm, it just wasn't good, bro. Mm-mm. It, just, it wasn't good. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm done with this one. I'm I'm good on Expendables. Next, 10 minutes is up, and we got Blue Beetle on the docket. Let's go. So, honestly, to be so real, I thought Blue Beetle was cool. Blue Beetle, it's a 2023 American superhero film. It's the 14th film in the DC Extended Universe and the first Latino-led superhero film. The film tells the origin story of Jamie Reyes, also known as Blue Beetle. The film is about a recent college grad who is chosen by an alien scarab to be a symbiotic host. The scarab gives him a suit of armor that has extraordinary powers. The armor changes his destiny and he becomes the superhero known as Blue Beetle. The film is produced by DC Studios and the Saffron Company, Distributed by Warner Brothers, blah, 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 blah. Um, and it has 79% on the tomato meter, 92% on the audience score. And um, I don't agree with either of those because I thought the movie was definitely like a 60 kind of percentile. That movie is nowhere near uh, Thor, Love and Thunder or anything like that. To be honest, for it to be the first Latino-led superhero film, I'm not Latino, but I didn't feel the representation. Like, for Miles Morales to be Black and Latino, I felt more Latin representation coming from that than Blue Beetle, if I'm just being real. I did not connect with young Jaime, Jaime, 
Jamie, have you say his name? Did not connect. Uh, it's it felt a little too trying to be like uh, it felt it felt a little too like trying to be like Spider Man No Way Home, but without the Tom Holland pizzazz, the actor he was cool. Um, he didn't give me um the vibes like a uh, Supergirl. You know, I wouldn't follow her immediately when I saw her. This guy, nah, I don't ever want to see him again. Bro, Blue Beetle, my guy, my dog, Keenan, from my job. He's like, go see Blue Beetle, man. It's the best intro for a, a, a superhero that DC ever had. Bro, Catwoman was better than this shit. Bro, am I, you, 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 you playing with me right now? Catwoman was better than this shit. I'm sorry. It was, what? I don't know. I don't even think it was better than Flash. Like, I like the Flash movie, honestly, too. Better than this shit. I thought this movie was dry. The humor, again, the humor fell flat. For these family-friendly movies, the humor has to hit. The humor did not hit. Also, the sad parts did not hit at all. Spoiler alert, it's a part where his dad dies. I felt zero empathy. Sympathy, nothing. I felt zero from his dad dying, and I don't care. I know it sounds fucked up. But I don't care. It was fucked up. But when his dad died, it was like whatever. It was to the point when I was with one of my listeners. Shout out to my shout out to my dog. Shout out to my dog, uh, omnipotent Mish. Shout out to her. She flew out to Vegas, not to see me, but flew out to Vegas to see Adele. But because I live here, she was like, let's link up. And we saw this movie together. And I believe she said the movie was about mid, you know, it was mid. Mid, so yeah, that blue beetle. I'm not rocking, I'm not jacking it. It was cool, you know, but I just wish that I've never went to go see this movie. I'm just keeping this up, <laughs> yo. I wish I never went to go see this movie. It was that bad to me. Like, this is the first Hispanic superhero movie. I didn't feel connected to any music. No cultural background, nothing. I felt nothing from this movie. It felt soulless. James Gunn, is this what you are doing? Is this the product that you are conveying to the world? If that's it, so DCU gonna be another flop. It's gonna be a flop again, bro. Flop, flop, flop again. I'm, I'm Pour up that expensive man so we can get offensive. I got five more minutes of this shit, and I could keep going. So the love interest, I thought was cool. I liked her a lot. But you know what? I just felt like even the the threat. I don't even now. This I did go see it a while ago, but I don't even feel like. The uh the villain was such a huge like oh my god the villain was crazy because like nothing from this movie was crazy very forgettable blue beetle villain black beetle what the hell cat carapax yeah, fuck all that. 
Yeah, the movie was good. And it this was another thing that I didn't like. So they tried to make the grandma like some type of funny character. Yo, grandma's. She was all right, but yo, she tried to cause she pulled out, she had the blicky on her and she was shooting shit up, making sure everything was cool. Again, I just did not connect well with it. I don't know why, but I just think they did a poor job of connecting me with that family. And I feel like they did a poor job connecting a lot of the audience as far as because you got to remember, not a lot of people went to go see this movie. The movie only made like maybe a couple hundred million. Blue Beetle box office. Let's go. Blue Beetle box office. Um, yeah, it's bad. It says embarrassing. Damn. Yeah, this shit flopped. As of September 28, Blue Beetle has grossed $70 million in the U.S. and 55 everywhere else for a total of $126.1 million. It's the lowest grossing film in DCEU. Yeah, because that shit was trash, man. Like, I'm saying, you can't sit and say a movie was really good, especially like that, and then it does that at the box office. And you know why I did that at the box office? Because... Most people who went to go see it, they probably was like, oh, it was a fine movie. It was cool. But it wasn't good enough to be like, hey, man, you need to go see Blue Beetle. You know why? Because you could watch that shit on Max when it comes out. Like, do not go see Blue Beetle ever. ever. Honestly, don't even watch it on Max, if I'm just being real. Put Blue Beetle on if you want to fall asleep. Because I got some good sleep. I was sleeping so good. The... You know, one of my listeners, the homie Mish, she was like, bro, I think you got some sleep apnea, some crazy shit going on. Because I was in that bitch snoring. Probably wouldn't. (laughs) Nigga, that shit was that bad. I'm telling you, it was bad. That, mm mm-mm. Blue Beetle, not the business. Do not go see Blue Beetle, ever. Don't even go watch it. Unless you want to waste like two hours of your life. And it was too long. Two hours and 15 minutes. Yo, get with the program. Hour and 30 for you fuck, fucking DC films. Tired of these long ass DC films and they trash. Get with the program, man. Shit. DC been burning me. And you know why I shouldn't have went to go see it? You know why? Because Shazam 2 was trash. Uh, what else I go see? I saw another DC movie, but I know I've seen The Flash. I liked The Flash when I first saw it, but second watch, trash. Don't ever want to watch it again unless I'm watching Sasha Cow. I mean, DC, bro. I don't. DC is in shambles. So, with that being said, I highly recommend that you watch something else and do something better with your time. I went to go see Blue Beetle, so you don't have to because it was trash. That was a good old DC trashing. Haven't had one of those in a long time. And to keep it real with you, I mean, it was so bad, bro. Like, I would pay. It was so bad. I would pay somebody's 
uh max subscription so they don't have to pay for it just so if you really want to watch it that bad like it was that bad like i don't want you to have to even pay for it i'll pay for it for you so you don't have to watch pay to watch that terrible film that blue beetle is so that being said oh time's up yeah blue beetle thumbs down okay we on to the next one let me know what you guys thought about Blue Beetle in the comment section. We're on to the next uh, movie, though. Next on the docket, we have The Machine. Let's start the timer. Okay, The Machine. Trash. I'm sorry, bro. I need a machine to, like, bro. I needed to be a machine to actually watch this film because, bro, where are the laughs? Let's go to the Rotten Tomatoes, man. So the tomato meter got 32%. I'm right there. It could be lower. Give that shit a 5%. Audience score, 87%. Predictable. A lot of Burt Kreischer fans. I watched this film because, I mean, this is what I do. We critique. And um, I'm not going to lie. When I watch comedies, I expect to laugh. When I watch comedies, I expect Happy Gilmore, Mr. Deeds, Scary Movie, um, like all of these crazy white chicks, like these comedies that I grew up on, this is what I expect. This is why I really loved, um, what was that movie? Uh, the Asian one, Joyride, because it was some hard-hitting comedy jokes. This movie is for. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna say that. This movie is not funny at all. I mean, the only joke that was funny was when Burt Kreischer took a gun and shot somebody in the head. And it's just because I didn't think he was gonna do that. Other than that, this movie had very few laughs. Look at the critics' consensus. It says a sloppily lifeless movie that's strictly for hardcore, hardcore, not even just Burt Kreischer, but hardcore Burt Kreischer fans. The machine is broken beyond repair. Yes. The machine needs a tune-up. I'm sorry. The movie was terrible. I don't know how far comedy movies have fallen, but this is on ground zero. I mean, the bar. Give me an Andrew Schultz film. Give me a Shane Gillis film. I guarantee you it will be way better than this sorry piece of shit that we got from Burt Kreischer. It was like, I'm sorry, the machine, the story. Now, the story was a little interesting. You go to Russia, and um, and this is on Netflix, by the way, and this is why we're doing a review. It's just released on Netflix. Expensive. Pour it up. This, we Clearly, we're getting offensive. Mans was over there in Russia getting drunk to the point where the Russian mafia was like, yo, we about to hit a lick on this train. He did some shit, stole a watch, a, a family heirloom or something like that. And now he's been telling this story, the machine, and how he was a machine in Russia and all of this shit. He's been telling the story. It's got super famous to the point where the Russian mafia now wants to attack him, his kids, his family. First of all, not going to lie. I'm going to keep it real. 
anytime I watch movies and I have to see the the kid just being such a complete dick to the father, I, I it automatically draws me out. The daughter is being such a little prick. It was like, oh my god, I don't want to see this shit. Now I do agree. If I tell you because yo. My mom asked me for my sweet 16. She said, hey, Kevin, what you want to do for your sweet 16? I'm not a guy. Even in my 31 years of age, almost 32, I'm not a going to the club guy. So even as a teenager, I wasn't a have a party guy. Right. So even then I was like, oh, mom, you know what I want to do? I want another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. To go to uh, Circus Circus, but at the time... Uh, what was it, what it used to be called? The Fright Dome. Not the Adventure Dome, but the Fright Dome. My mom obliged. She paid for me. And she gave me extra money. And that's what I did for my Sweet 16. For your daughter's Sweet 16, she tells you, your dad, I just want to have a couple of my friends over. That's it. What do you do? You bringing over celebrities, all of this shit. That was trash on his part. So automatically, I'm like, bro, you're just being a dick to your daughter. That's not how you be a good dad. None of us know how to be a good dad. Just some, you know, whatever. And that's it for another day. But when you look at it from this perspective of the daughter, I can understand why she was mad. And that was an egregious error on his part. But I just did not like that the whole snippy, snappy daughter shit. I just hate it. Don't like to see it. And I, I don't like to see it because we are seeing it way too much in films now. It is running rampant with the bad mouth kids and the setting a bad precedent because it's not how we grew up. Okay. So yeah, other than that, I just, and then we tried to do the agenda shit. Okay. That's getting stale to yo, the, the, the sister, she want power, but she can't get it. Cause she don't got balls and we've just seen this all over again. But somehow, she's so strong and she's just so much better than everyone. She just ends up killing everyone. And she ends up killing her dad. And she leaves the, the Russian mafia. Bro, the movie was trash. It was trash. And I judge comedies off of laughs. I'm sorry. Same shit I said with She-Hulk. I judge comedies off of laughs. I count the laughs. How many times did you make me laugh? This movie, one hour and 52 minutes, I laughed maybe three times. That is not a good ratio, Mr. Burt Kreischer. You need to do something about that. Well, you can't do nothing about it now. The movie's out. But the machine, too, I will pour water all over that machine if it's like a real machine. And uh, I only thing I do agree with you, um, I get hammered a lot. And I call my body the machine. I do agree with that. I'm like, bro, I get hammered, bro. I'm like a machine. Like, I get hammered, and then I wake up the next day. 
I get hammered. I eat some fucked up food and I wake up the next day and I'm like, I go take a fat dump. And then I'm like, oh, I'm good again. I'm good. Drink some water. I'm good. Eat some vegetables. I'm good. I feel like I'm a machine too. But uh, I'm definitely taking a fat dump over this movie. So, Kevin, what would you give the machine out of 10? A four. A three? Four out of 10, maybe three. It was bad. It was a cool watch, though. I give it that. It was a cool watch. But again, I judge comedies off of laughs. And it wasn't funny. The whole dad thing, predictable. I'm not going to lie. I don't care about grown-ass men and their daddy issues. Bro, you're a fucking man. Shut the fuck up. You don't hear me telling y'all about my dad issues. You know why? Because who gives a fuck? I'm a man. I'm going to fuck about your daddy issues. The fuck? I mean, him and his dad did end up being cool at the end. So that was diet. That was that was dope. But other than that, you give a fuck about your dad issues. Who gives a fuck, man? At least you know your dad. I know my dad. That's how I, honestly, that's how I rationale life. I tell people all the time, like, hey, at least you know your dad. I know mine. A lot of people don't know their dads. A lot of people dads in jail. A lot of people dads in prison. A lot of people dads fucking tried to kill their mom. A lot of people's dads are fucking drug traffickers and in jail for life or fucking, hey, they went to go get milk and never came back or they just said, fuck it, went and had another family. I know I'm being morbid. I know I'm being dark, but I fucking took a shroom. And yes, this is the shroom cast. Episode four is the shroom cast. We own one and we sipping on expensive. Definitely believe we getting offensive. Okay, so I just... The machine, mm-mm-mm. do not recommend even watching. I do this for y'all. If I'm gonna keep it so real, if I didn't do reviews, I wouldn't have watched the machine. But I only watched it because I was like, "Well, I do a review. This can go in episode four of this is cinema." But other than that, nah, I wasn't a fan. Wasn't feeling it. Um, shout out to the Russians in the movie Russians are very swole unless those were like American actors but a lot of swole Russians uh, other than that this movie was trash taking a dump on it never want to watch it again we'll never watch it again this movie was so bad I wouldn't even entertain a Burt Kreischer stand up comedy because if you couldn't make me laugh in a movie Surely you won't make me laugh in stand-up comedy. That's when you really got to tell intricate stories. And if you couldn't do it here, I don't think you could do it in a real stand-up comedy. So uh, I'm off Burt Kreischer. Next! Let me know what you guys think about The Machine. Drop it in the comment section, okay? And make sure you subscribe, all right? We got Grey Matter on the docket, okay? And this is an HBO exclusive. So let's start the timer. Hold up, hold up. Timer started now. Okay, so Grey Matter is a 2023 science fiction mystery and thriller film. It was released on Max on July 13, 2023, so fairly recent. 
The film is about a teenage girl, Aurora, who has special powers, including telekinesis and mind reading. Aurora is hidden away from the world by her mother, Ayla. Oh, by her mother, Ayla. Ayla also has special powers and pressures her daughter to control and conceal them. The film was directed by Miko Winbush and written by Philip Gilot. It was produced by Jeanette Volturno, Yolanda T. Chiron, or blah, blah, blah. Okay, so let's get into this film. I'm going to keep it real. I was sleeping on this film. I was sleeping. So we go to Rotten Tomatoes. It's 17% on the tomato meter, although only on six reviews, and 70% on audience score, which is 50-plus reviews. So I feel like that's a you know good enough amount. Um, 17%, no. I would agree with the 70 it's not like it was a crazy, it's not like it was like, oh my God, this movie's a 10 out of 10, 9 out of 9. But a 7 out of 10, I would give this movie a flat out 7 out of 10 to keep it real. So it was a little mysterious to me. And I was very intrigued with this movie, to be honest. And once she killed her boyfriend, I was really intrigued. The only thing I didn't like is when the bald-headed white gentleman, you know, took her. I already knew he was bad news. I knew he was bad news from the beginning. So it wasn't really that much of a mind fuck like, oh, he's a bad guy once he turned out to be a bad guy. And clearly he was a bad guy. So I was sleeping on this movie. I advise you not to sleep on this movie. It's a good watch, especially for an at-home movie. This movie came out on Max. You can watch this at home. If I go see a movie in theaters, I have higher expectations. This is at home. I really enjoyed it. I liked it. So what I thought was impressive with this movie, and I'm going to keep it real, it was the sequence when after she killed her boyfriend and she couldn't leave the institution that she was kidnapped in, because she was surprised she couldn't leave. I'm like, bro, if you go to a hospital and you get out of the hospital bed and you can't open the door, that means you're under arrest. And that's what happened. She was pretty much like in a hospital room. She tried to leave and the door was locked. So pretty much, you know. So she ends up being strong enough to have the door cracked open, which leads to the potential. And this is what I like. They showed that she had a lot of potential to be very strong. And this is what I like because they paid it off at the end. So she goes and she's walking around this facility and she's seeing all of these telekinesis or these telepaths just like her. And they are mind reading or whatever to her. And they're like, save me. This place isn't safe. Run. Get help. Please let us go. Right. This is what they're doing. She ends up running away. She almost got away, but she didn't get away. She got caught. Boom. What I thought was interesting was that scene because the scene was heart pounding, had my pulse jumping. 
it was a little scary, if you will. This is a thriller. And I felt like this scene was a little scary. I'm not even going to lie. Now, I did like that the mom waited at the bus stop. And she really did a finesse move. And you have to watch these movies. Like, you have to watch these movies other than why you can't listen. Or you can listen to me, and then I'm saying it so good, you can go watch these movies. Because, bro, I listen to Joe Budden podcast sometimes. He'll explain a movie or a doc, some TV show that's so good, I'll go watch it. So hopefully that's the same effect I have on you. So when she's waiting at the bus stop, it had me confused for a while. But after a while, I mean, you can't pull the wool over this movie veteran's eyes. I figured she was a dummy at the bus stop. She already knew where the facility was because it's the same guy from the beginning. So I figured all of that. Only thing that pissed me off is she was so hard on her daughter. Like, you got to be able to do this. You got to be able to do that. And I'm like, bro, you could barely even be at two places at once. I didn't like that. Like, she should have been able to do that a little better than she did. You know what you talk. You know what I'm talking about if you saw the movie. Now we get to this point where the daughter realizes, okay, I got to do something. And the daughter, instead of letting her mom get killed because they were not able to escape the bald-headed white man's clinches or clutches, however you say it, they, she said, okay, fuck it. And she did something to where her and her mom was able to disappear. And they ended up on a ranch which I thought was very tight because it displays that she has a lot of power that she hasn't even tapped into. She's very strong. When I say her, I mean the daughter. Um, and they display it right here. And I thought it was very cool. I, I really like that, you know. Uh, this is the part where I really love. And I'm going to keep it real. The ending was a great ending for me. So the daughter, hold on, because we about to get offensive. The daughter, she tells Ma Dukes, I need you to tell me everything. Everything needs to be put on the table and Ma Dukes tell her what actually happened. What actually happened is Ma Dukes didn't kill those people in the beginning that we thought she did. No. It was bald-headed white dude. He killed them all because she was trying to blow up his facility, which is what was showed in the beginning. She was trying to blow up his facility because he was running. He was running a mob. And or he was putting away or he was putting these people in prisons, which when we seen him, all of these people were asking for help. Right. They wanted him. They wanted to be free. So I thought that was pretty clever. I thought that was very clever, actually. And I'm really not mad at that as how that came about, right? Because it's like, okay, she didn't kill those people, so she's really innocent in all of this. She's just been on the run, which is messed up. Okay, I'm all in. You got me. 
And then the daughter is like, fuck. I thought my deuce was a monster. That's how this man showed me. But no, she's not a monster. Ma, I got your back. She said, fuck it. She started using magic. And here comes Mr. Magic Man. And what happens? She did something so cold. I'm I'm at a loss for words. I'm not even going to lie to you. The way she took that man and put him in front of a truck and then teleported away from the truck, yo, that was gold. That was magic. That was black girl magic, if you will. I'm all here for it. I would watch that movie again. That's a movie you could snuggle up with with your bae and really color up, fill on her booty, you know, get a nice little cup, you know, a little cup of the cup, and really enjoy it because, bro, it was a mind fuck, very much sci-fi. You hate to see the little girl kill her boyfriend. I was messed up. And you hate to see the torture tactics that she had to go through. But it was very well done. And I will watch this movie again. No lie. Highly recommend it. Please go and watch this movie. Uh, Issa Rae, one of the executive producers. So uh, Black Girls Rock, man. You got to love it. So please go and watch Grey Matter. My 10 minutes is up. So let me know what you guys thought about Grey Matter. Comment section below. And I'll see you on the next one. Last on the docket, we have Elemental. Yes, let's get the timer started. Okay, hold on one second. Timer starts now. So we got Elemental on the docket. And I'm not even going to lie to you because this just got on Disney+. Plus. It's one of my favorite movies. Not even, It's not in my top 10, outside of my top 10, maybe not even in my top 15, but in the top 20 for sure of movies I've seen this year. Probably could crack the top 15. But Elemental was a very good film. We got 74% on the tomato meter, and then we got... 93% on the audience score. I'm with the audience score. It was a really good film. I mean, bro, this film, certain films just have me locked in from the beginning. This one was, this was one of those films. I was locked in from the beginning. I'm always hesitant to watch animations because, you know, I'm a grown ass man. So I'm not really that into kid movies. But honestly, watching Elemental did not feel like a kid movie at all. It felt like a good old film about interracial relationships. And I really enjoyed it. Like, we got the uh, the water mixing with fire. You know, they touching each other. Like, I really enjoyed Elemental. It's really a film you can watch with the family and enjoy. Um, the film was pretty much about the dad owning a, a fire shop, right? Wanting to leave it to his daughter, but his daughter was a hothead. So she kept messing up business. He wouldn't do it. She actually had a leak, made a leak possible, and a huge leak in the business. And um, But she ended up falling in love with the water boy. 
not Bobby Boucher, but the water boy, a water boy. And um, he really was head over heels for her. And I mean, honestly, the movie was really good. Would highly recommend, would watch again. I mean, I really enjoy movies like this. The animation style, very good. Pixar, once again, knocking it out the park. I mean, my nephew, who was one in, one years old, about to be going on two in February, he loves pretty much every Pixar film, and I believe it's because of the animation style, and I don't think they don't disappoint again with this one. One thing this movie lacks is a good song, but other than that, this movie, it didn't need a good song. Like most Disney movies, this is Pixar, but a lot of Disney movies have good songs, even like um Woody or Toy Story. You got friend in me. This didn't have one of those, but still very good film. I mean, I feel like most people I've talked to and they've watched Elemental, they really liked it. Let's see what it did at the box office because. I think it even did well at the box office. Like, let's see. $486 million. Yeah, it really did good at the box office. Uh, I said, analysts consider elemental success to be an example of a sleeper hit. Uh, what was the budget? It did $400 million. Off of what? It cost two hundred million. Did four hundred eighty some million? Uh, I mean that's cool. It was a hit though. It was a hit. Our and a lot of people really liked Elemental, so I'm not mad at it. To be real with you, I enjoyed Elemental, and I would watch it again. And I think to be so real with you, I'm gonna keep it real as adults. I think Elemental is a sleeper romantic film for you and your honey to watch. Keeping it real. You want to be player. My fellas out there, you want to be player? Put on Elemental on Disney+. Plus. It's a good film to watch with you and your boo because it's not super childish. So you won't feel like weird if, you know, you get that little Peter Tingle and, you know, you're trying to mingle with that, uh, you know, that little Pringle down there. You won't feel wrong about it at all. So, yeah, I think Elemental is a real good film to watch with you and your honey. And I would highly recommend it. It does get a little sketchy because it's kind of like there's no villain. The villain is oppression. The oppression is the villain, right? They treat the fire people like shit because they can't get on the trains because the trains are like it's like water activated or some shit so the fire people are treated like shit they treated like the blacks of america you know so i guess when you look at it from that perspective that's who the villain is but other than that it's it's no real concise villain so there's no one for you to really root against you can only root for love and love wins in this uh this movie 
And I would watch Elemental 2 to see if love wins again. How does, could they breed, you know? Could they have a, a water fire child? And could they be mixed? Like, I would want to say, I would want to see that, you know? So Elemental was a really good film and I highly recommend it, you know? Uh, what would I give it out of 10? I would give Elemental an 8 out of 10. I'm going to keep it real. 8 out of 10. Exceeded my expectations by a wide margin. Exceeded my expectations by a wide margin. And again, certain films have me locked in from the beginning. This was one of them. Like, I was locked in very much from the beginning. A lot of films, I'd be on my phone Whatever the hell, this one I was locked in from go. So, um, shout out to Elemental. Pixar did his thing again, and I would watch it again. Uh, we still got three minutes left. The opening weekend was less than 30 million. Yeah, the opening weekend was bad for Elemental. I actually, you know, it's crazy. I remember that. I remember when Elemental came out and the opening weekend was bad, and people was like, oh my God, this was such a great movie. But I'm telling you, movies that are good, it will go around and people will go see it if they are really good. That's how you know Ant Man 3 was trash because no one wanted to go see it again. So yeah, shout out to Elemental. I I really like that shit. And uh I don't honestly to keep it real, I don't think it's no point of dragging this. I liked it. That's it. We got two minutes left. I think we can end it right there. So that was this is cinema episode three. I tried my hard to get through 10 minutes on every movie, but some of them weren't able to get through 10 minutes bad some of them weren't able to get through 10 minutes for good and uh i hope you guys enjoyed this episode four of this is cinema i really love doing this it's fun and i hope you guys are having fun with me i go to the movies a lot i'm a movie dude so please make sure you are liking subscribing commenting following at kevin 27 world everything is appreciated remember this will get uploaded as one long video on Spotify, and then the rest will be clips on YouTube, okay? This is Cinema, Episode 4, Kevin27. See you on the next one.